So you've decided to listen to the Reality Czars podcast. How brave of you. Nate and Paranoid American may think that they're merely discussing cryptozoology, interdimensional realities, and crude humor. But know this, listening to this podcast puts you on a certain list, the Clinton body count, if you will. The truths they reveal are not for the faint of heart, nor the blissfully ignorant. Listen, if you dare, but remember, some doors, once opened, cannot be closed. And now, your hosts, those audacious explorers of forbidden knowledge, the reality czars, Nate and Paranoid American. And we're live. Welcome, everybody. This is the Reality Czars podcast, and I'm your only host this moment, Nathan, but Thomas should be joining us in just a second. Uh, he was hungry, and I think he grabbed something to eat, so he should join us in a couple minutes. Um, we are honored to have Tehana, the truth seeker, back on. Um, this is her second time on. Uh, I wanted, I've heard some wild fucking tyrannical bullshit coming out of Canada. Like, I mean, that's kind of the usual at this point. Uh, but this one seemed like like even more fucking wild to me. So uh, we had to have Tayana on because, dude, her reset, her research is fucking awesome. She keeps up to date with this stuff. And like uh, she's just the, the person to talk to. So, Tayana, uh, thank you. And everybody listening right now, there's definitely going to be a lag because both of our Internets aren't the greatest, but that's OK. And Tayana, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, when you hear this in a couple of seconds, would you tell us, tell our audience a little bit, um, what's the best way they can support you, best place they can find your work and all that fun stuff? So I'm on TikTok, um, Facebook, and Instagram as Tiana Truthseeker01011. Um, right now, uh, we're trying to get my second uh, website back up again after it was hacked the first time. So we're trying to find a way for it to not be hacked because um, they took everything, like all of the information, all of my research that was on there was taken off. And then Justin Trudeau um, decides to be a petty little potato. And um, he wants everybody now registered as an actual news source who has a podcast and to give the government um, all of the information from our listeners and followers for the podcast. It doesn't matter what the podcast is about either. He wants the info. <laughs> you know, what's funny to me is that he absolutely could probably figure it out himself but like these psychopaths, they want compliance. Like they're not just happy with like backdoor uh, information gathering because we know that the government is more than capable of like spying on us. They know exactly what we're doing. They want to know like what we're looking at on our phones, what porn we look at, <laughs> you know, every like every creepy thing about us. They know weird stuff about us that like they use like AI and algorithms <laughs> to like know about us more than we fucking even know sometimes, you know? And but they there's a level exactly. of compliance uh, that they like demand. And so they want you to give them your audience. They want you to give them all your fucking information. Uh, and because it's like they want you to bend over and spread your butt cheeks is basically what they're doing.
Oh, yeah. And especially in Canada, like the government even admitted that they will keep monitoring all of our phones for the next five years after the pandemic has ended because they are concerned for our safety. So basically, the government of Canada is using any means necessary to basically stop any kind of information from getting out because of the trucker protests like that really scared Justin Trudeau like he shit his pants pretty much when that happened and now he's basically locking down and i keep telling people let's go to Pornhub and start making videos there because no one's paying attention to what's on there some dude literally put up a video of justin trudeau talking and he wrote guy fucks entire country and he made probably i don't know three thousand dollars off of that video on Pornhub or something but yeah that dude's a hero so i mean i don't know what we're gonna do as canadians but we always figure it out and there's no way of them stopping us talking unless they literally start paying for our phones and you know not allowing us to text or anything but it's basically a race game like we're trying to come up with a way to be able to communicate while the government still lies to us and the government is trying to basically shut us down and quiet us all up And so um, we're trying to figure out a way on how we can go around that while still being able to maintain a large enough audience to get a message across. Right. So we just have to get creative, I think, and do things in a little bit more of an unorthodox way. And um, my friends and I are building uh website currently right now and so hopefully we can i can actually start pushing out real information again where i can't lose my account like with the pfizer paperwork that has been coming out and all of the vax injuries and things that other um labs have come up with about the vaccines and their side effects so i want to continue that like on my socials but i'm they have me so blocked i had to email um tiktok to get my algorithm back because they stopped counting my followers like it wasn't moving at all and they were like taking them away i had to email them finally got it back a week later with like 3,000 followers added immediately to my account, dude. Like they're doing everything here in Canada just to try and stop us from talking. That's wild, man. You're doing the Lord's work and uh, that's why they're coming at you. Like, cause I talk, I like, like we talk about like cryptids and say dick jokes. Like occasionally we'll talk about serious things and like, but you're doing like this serious work that like (laughs) that people need to hear. So um, I appreciate it. And yeah, like we were talking about before we uh, started recording, <laughs> there is unorthodox methods out there because like I know that there's like there I, I've seen it where like people were starting like Pornhub site or uh, accounts to like do uh, like uh, serious stuff on there because there was less censorship. But um, it was like a couple of years ago or maybe a year ago like Pornhub like really cracked down because it used to be more like open. It was more open source. Like almost anybody could like start an account and like upload any video you wanted, but they started attacking it uh, because like there were people like seriously, like posting awful things on there, like actual, like RAPE kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Like, like really terrible things. Uh, but to me, yeah. uh, that probably reeks more of a psyop too. Like the government would probably post things like that to create the problem, to to create the demand and the outcry. Like, hey, somebody has to fix this, right? So they're like, okay, well, we'll censor Pornhub. So I think you actually have to be like a 
I don't, I honestly, dude, I, I don't know fucking shit about Pornhub, except that I think that you have to like create like a verified account now to like um, make things like this, because there were people that were literally talking about like, Hey, maybe we can have our, uh, our following move over there and we can talk about serious subject. Um, but you were talking about too, like creating maybe like an OnlyFans account where it's just like conspiracy only fans. And I think that's a really good idea. And I think, you know, honestly, like, I think if you do it, I think, um, I think people will migrate over there. There's gotta be, there is alternatives. There are solutions. And, um, I think about it sometimes too. Like, uh, there was a young gentleman, his name was, uh, Duncan Lemp and Duncan Lemp was a fucking brilliant, like a crypto crypto anarchist is what they call him. Like, uh, he was a, uh, like a web designer. He was like a fucking hacker and he like only cared about like freedom and gun rights and things like that. And yeah. he was, he was executed by the state. Like those type of people are the real uh, threats to the state because like you were saying, it's a fight to um, keep up, right? Like you're trying to evade uh, their censorship. And so there's always that battle with us. Like, and the government is stupid slow it's a big giant and so like people like us will always find a way around it uh but like the people that are actually yep. trying to write the code like those people are the real threats and so i think about that like a uh, rest in peace duncan lemp um he was uh killed by the state because he was one of the people that saw the threat of government tyranny government censorship government trying to take away your guns and uh he was killed for his beliefs yeah that's that's crazy i'm gonna have to look into him because i haven't really heard anything about him but i know if you're really good at hacking you either end up dead or working for the government in some of the top top places like I know that all of the hackers, including remember Anonymous was huge, like in the early 2000s and they were like on our side. Well, every single Anonymous like person now is either gone or they've joined and are working for the government because they get threatened so much. Right. So it's kind of like it's your life over working for the government and hacking for them rather than um, hacking for the people, no matter how much we really want to kind of set freedom out there at the end of the day when they threaten you with your life you know what i mean Every, most people would back down i mean like 99.99 percent right um would back down and be like okay well i don't know how worth how much worth this is you know is it worth my life because so many people are asleep out there it's so sad and i'm noticing it like even more and more now after like the whole israel palestine thing people are right back to before 2019 it's just we're right back to like the first place and i don't know how they manage to do this every time even though all of the clues are there dudes you know, I don't know. it's a major it's a major co-option of like uh and weaponizing information and things like that like i want to give a shout out so Rest in peace, Duncan Lemp. Uh, and we are going to just keep talking about him. I should probably start making more memes about him. Uh, there was like a movement a couple of years ago. It was like hashtag his name was Duncan Lemp. Uh, so we can't let him, uh, we can't let his name die. Uh, another martyr to this, because uh, like you said, the real ones are the ones that are dangerous. The real ones that won't give up. Those are the ones that end up, 
either killed or imprisoned, I think about um, Ross Ulbrich. I don't know if you've heard of Ross Ulbrich. Um, he was an agorist. No. So um, that's kind of the philosophy that I believe in. It's like black market anarchism, uh, like uh, basically uh, subverting the system, like subverting like the government. When the government tells you like, hey, if you don't have your fucking MAGA jab or your Brandon booster, you're not going to be able to participate. You won't be able to go to the store. You won't be able to use your bank account and things like that. Uh, what they would do, agorists are, are like black market anarchists. They're like, okay, well, how about we just trade in cash or goods or we barter through like uh, things like uh, like you – like." whatever your trade is, you help me build a fence or something. And, and I have dairy cows so you can get milk and things like that. That it's like that type of thing. That's like black market anarchism. It's called agorism. And so Duncan lamp, or sorry, Ross Ulbrook, uh, started, um, and I'm going to ruin this, but it, it was, uh, what the hell did they call that? Um, the silk road. I think that's what it's called. I I'm bad at the, so the silk road was the online marketplace where you could literally buy anything that you wanted and they would trade in the dark Bitcoin. web silk road, right? Yep. That was Ross Ulbrich that designed that. And he was a young dude. He was like early, young, yeah. early twenties. Uh, and the government came and shut him down and he literally had just made a marketplace and he's in there, for, I think for the fucking rest of his life or something. And he was a nonviolent young dude, clean record was in college, smart fucking, his name is Ross Ulbrook, uh, really awesome guy. So, um, I try to fucking talk about him when I can. Uh, so people need to remember people like Ross Ulbrook and people need to remember people like Duncan Lemp because those are like the martyrs for our cause for freedom. Those are the people, people need to remember their name. And, uh, yeah, just got to keep fighting for them. I mean, they'll yeah. come for us someday too, but <laughs> see, I'm super bad with names, but I, I know everything about that guy. Like, um, Oh dude. Yeah. We're definitely on the list. We're just like kind of in the well, middle, you there. know what I mean? Yeah. Like they got to get to us first. <laughs> I'm surprised like black SUVs haven't shown up to my house probably because I live out in the middle of nowhere and it's really hard to follow me because there's like no cars and people around. So you kind of can't make it that obvious, but I'm pretty sure if I was in a city, I'd have like some SUVs following me around everywhere. <laughs> I mean, I know that I'm not like, but yeah, I definitely know who you're enough. talking about. Like the I'm super bad with names though. Yeah. I know that I'm not like high level enough, but like, I swear to God, a lot of times when I'm doing this podcast and I'm talking to like certain guests, there's goddamn helicopters that circle around my fucking house. And it feels like a, it feels like a warning, like, <laughs> but I'm just paranoid delusional, probably, awesome. but. <laughs> oh, oh, dude, I've noticed so much stuff on my phone. Like I've learned so much on how to get um, information of who's on my phone. If there's any spyware, um, my old phone, when I first started doing this and I started exposing Pfizer, it just went super slow. And I was like, dude, I think I've got spyware. And I went and looked at it and there was an app that was downloaded without like even me knowing about it, it doesn't even exist in the app store because I tried looking it up. So I have to like go in and like delete everything, reset everything. And like, you 
It was wild. And I thought I was being paranoid. I'm like, there's no way, man. I'm just like some nobody living out in the middle of nowhere, collecting information. There's no way they're going to care. But you always have that in the back of your head of like, this is a little weird. Like this shouldn't be happening. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's just people, honestly, it's people that are curious. That's like the first red flag because for the, most of the time when I fucking talk to people and I yeah. ask them a question that is like outside of like, you know, like, did you watch Kim Kardashian last night? Like you see their eyes, they kind of glaze over like, <laughs> like that literally the fucking world is full of fucking zombies. And so if you have any sort of like curiosity at all, like I think that you instantly get put on a fucking list. It's just by like things that you Google. It's things that, like even the way you interact with it, because like, like uh, let's say you have fucking Facebook um, and you're like scrolling through something and they try to like, they'll send you like these fucking ridiculous, stupid ads about like some celebrity that I've never heard of. And they'll be like, did you hear about this controversy? Because she called her, you know, somebody a, a cunt or something. And like, I don't give two fucks and so i think they like they read like literally facebook like watches you they watch your eyes they watch your eyes like where they fall on the screen how long you like look at something how long you like pay attention to it like they they analyze things about you and like i mean things like that are probably enough to put you on a list where you're like when you just scroll past that and don't give a fuck because they're trying to poison your fucking mind with this shit like i don't know it's fucking wild it, this oh, is like dude. a big social experiment it is honestly and they do do watch it because i noticed on pinterest i'll kind of because somebody on tiktok said that your camera takes pictures of your face like infrared camera takes a picture of your Apple. face almost every five seconds like off of your iphone and any phone and so i did that with pinterest yeah apple especially apple because i got an apple phone so i would on pinterest look at one picture on there to see if it's running my eyes in that direction and it lo and behold whatever picture I look at without clicking on it or anything, it will start showing me more of that stuff. So I'm like, oh man, they're watching our facial recognition. They're watching our eyes. They're probably watching our retinas, whether they dilate or not, if we get excited and all of that other stuff. And they're collecting so much information on us to make us basically automated to join us in with like AI. And that's why everybody is such a freaking robot. Like I was trying to figure out how they got ba everyone back in line with like taking sides and all of this other stuff. And I swear the cult like fundamental fundamentalism, I guess, on every side is absolutely growing wild. Like I did um, like a video about Halloween candy. Dude, I've got people telling me to go to hell <laughs> and that like I am worshiping Satan like they're minor. Right. But like, it's just people are freaking unhinged lately. And I don't know what the hell is going on with them. I need wine, a lot of it just to survive. <laughs> I feel that I'm drinking some whiskey right now. Yeah, it's absolutely necessary sometimes. Um, no, I feel you, especially here's the whole thing, because like I'm personally I'm a conspiracy theorist. I'm a weirdo. I'm a mystic and I consider myself a Christian. And so like 
at the same time that like the right wing and the conspiracy theorists, they same. like to pretend. <laughs> yeah. They, they like to pretend that they are like um, not cancel culture people. But at the same time, they're the first ones to attack you and say that, hey, because you said this or because you believe this, you're a piece of shit and you're going to hell. And you're like, like you're the same thing as like a fucking SJW with their head shaved and their blue hair that says that I'm a Nazi because I think uh, men are women or sorry, men are men and women are women. Um, you know, so it's the same kind of mentality where people get caught up in like cult like behavior and cult like. Uh, beliefs and if you ideate from uh from they are from the orthodoxy you're a bad person and i'm like well okay well i love jesus jesus is my god but i also don't tell other people how they can create how they can connect with the creator because who the how the fuck do i know <laughs> so like so people um you know what i mean like I, I think there is one creator and I do think that all of these cultures from all around the world have been telling the same exact story because there's like a, a, a myth or a story about the great flood in just about every fucking religion. And so we're all talking about the same thing. So maybe we're all worshiping the same God. And if I start talking like that, then the Christians will be like, you're not a Christian. <laughs> You know, it's fucking silly. And so, you, God forbid, you give out candy to kids on Halloween, you fucking devil worshiper. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It is so true. And the, the worst part is I keep telling people, I'm like, we can't have these thoughts. Like if, if somebody wants to have a relationship with a God or a deity or, you know, whatever, that is between them and their relationship with that. And I keep telling people that the religious books were meant to teach us the true history through metaphor, right? The dogma of religion was made by a human being, not by God. Like I can't see God making me as a woman and then being like, yeah, your hair sucks. Can you like cover it? You know what I mean? Like your hair is bad. It's like, why did you make me with hair, dude? And it's just like some of this wild dogma stuff that we have in religion. I keep telling people, I'm like, listen, human beings came up with that. Like the Bible, the Torah, the Quran, they were all basically made for us to read and then metaphorically try and figure out what it says and means to us so that we can have a relationship with God with however we kind of see fit as long as we all follow rules to not hurt each other and respect each other and to me that is like such a simple thing you know what I mean like I could have neighbors with like different religions they could invite me over and I'd be like yeah I'll celebrate with you why not you know what I mean like I don't believe in it but I'll celebrate and help you you know be joyous in your religion and whatever and you can do the same for me and we can both live very happily and respect each other's opinions but then keep to each other's like you know lifestyles and I just it's just people are so like it amazes me the ego of people and how much they want others to live exactly like them and follow their steps but that's not what makes us human or gives us the innovation that we have as humans we yeah. need to be different we need to you know explore differently we need to push boundaries differently right 100% yeah 100% agreed and it seems like <laughs> this see I'll get spicy here for a minute it seems like there's one 
uh, group of people that want to censor, uh, whether you're on the right or the left. It's this, it's a, the same type of group that claims to be like right wing and anti cancel culture. But the second that you start talking about the Israeli and Palestinian conflict, they are quick to try to shut you down. The same people that tried to shut down Kanye West, the same people that are trying to shut down, uh, <laughs> trying to shut down discourse. Uh, like, I think one of the best memes that I saw is like, I've never had a Palestinian try to take away my social media and try to and try to take away my bank account. I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's brutal, but so true. Yeah, you Everybody start thinking the real call for ceasefire. Like we need to do that. Yeah, and it's and then everyone's like bashing Gen Z now because Gen Z's like we're not going to war, and I'm like, yeah, dudes, don't. You know what I mean? Make fun of it because if they don't have people to fight their wars, then they're gonna be left with no one to fight them, and we won't have any more wars. You know what I mean? So if as long as people wake up and they realize, hey, I'm not fighting a war for the elites and the rich. It's not for your country or for like your freedom. It's literally for corporations who want to rebuild certain areas into you know destinations, tourist destinations, 15 minute cities. And I'm actually kind of proud of Gen Z for being totally like, do not give an F about anything. You know what I mean? They're like, if you send us to war, we're just going to cry. And I'm like, yes, do that, dudes. <laughs> like, <laughs> No, you're absolutely right. Like, um, you know, people talk a lot of shit about this, this generation. But like, I have a son that's 16. Um, so he is firmly in the Zoomer camp. And I tell you what, like uh, interacting with him and his friends, I'm actually hopeful as fuck with this generation. Like they don't buy into the fucking propaganda. A lot of them know that it's just bullshit and lies. I mean, there is there is a giant segment of them that are just like nihilistic and lost and fucking scared. And they have no fucking personality or they, ha they have no um, they have no uh, what's the right word for it? They don't know who the fuck they are. They don't have an identity. And that's why they're so quick and easy to fall for like this, like, hey, maybe you're a male, maybe you're a female trapped in a male's body, that that type of thing. And it, that part is really fucking tragic because that's just further. To me, that's just more and more population control. That's more the fucking eugenics where they're like, hey, well, if we sterilize them now, they'll never have babies. That sort of thing. That's where I see that coming from. Like, that's just more eugenic psychopath like assholes. Um, but, dude, honestly, this generation is probably the most right wing that I've ever seen. And they don't even know what right wing means. They're just like they want they like they're seeking and wanting order. They're seeking and no, wanting I, things to make sense. They're seeking and wanting things to uh, they want something solid. You know, and I, I'm hopeful as fuck with this generation because there's so much of them that are anti woke as fuck. It's way fucking awesome. They really are. Yeah, like there's actually studies coming out right now that the new generation, they're calling them like super conservative, but it's just because they honestly don't believe in any of anything that's coming out. And I actually find like the whole trans issue 
really kind of heartbreaking and sad in the sense of I understand what it's like not being, you know, comfortable with yourself in your own body. We've all gone through that, right? Like we've all been teenagers. We've all been awkward as fuck. We've all been weird. You know what I mean? Like I still till this day, like I'm on the spectrum. Everyone's like, are you on drugs? And I'm like, no, just on the spectrum. Like, can you imagine me on drugs? But like, so I understand like kids being lost, you know, not knowing who they are. And then they get this push. And I understand, like, you know, trying things out. Like, I used to, I thought I was, like, goth for, like, six months. Like, it was, it was just a really weird time. You know, I look at pictures back then. I'm like, burn that. We don't, no one needs to see that ever, right? I so thought I was like, a gangster. It breaks my heart my to know that they're going down. through this. And, you know, <laughs> that they don't really have somebody for guidance. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Uh, you know, like you said, burn those pictures. Yeah, I thought I was a thug, and I used to act like I was a gangster. And good God, nothing could be more cringier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I literally got um, gum in my hair once, and it was, like, up here, and I had to cut my hair. I looked like a hockey player. Everyone thought I was a dude from behind. I was like, we do not need to have that yearbook in the house. Like, we can use it for a fire starter. Like, no one needs to see that. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I, I definitely, I feel what you're saying. As Good far old as high like, school. <laughs> young people and, like, feeling um, – compassion for them honestly like when i see these young trans kids like i knew that i was lost as fuck as a teenager i was looking for an identity um i grew up without a dad because my dad was a fucking heroin addict and a piece of shit so i tried to be a fucking tough guy and i was mostly just scared all the time but i was like ready to fight anybody to prove that i was a fucking man you know i was just a fucking goof ass and, um, like, I could have yeah. easily been swayed into, like, oh, everyone will like me and think I'm cool if I chop off my wiener. You know, like, I don't I don't know if I would have fell for it. But you know what I mean? Like, young, impressionable <laughs> fucking kids. You know, it's like it's fucking it's really sad, dude. Like, there's a generation of lost kids. And that is exactly why these psychopaths target children and why they use social media to expertly and they use AI and different analytics to like really like this goes back to uh, man what the fuck's the same what's the same uh Edward Bernays and the whole propaganda and trying to like that the whole marketing type of thing where they were they're weaponizing marketing and trying to see if they can like manipulate people's behavior and the way they fucking live their life and manipulate their identity and like They've gotten very good at it. This is like we're we're living MK Ultra now. It's wild. Oh, yeah. And they basically started all of this in the 70s with the hippies, right? They were the first generation to go against their parents. And then it was the 80s kids with rock and roll. Then it was us in the 90s, right? And then you had like other kids in the early 2000s with the whole over sexualization tattoos. And so they just kind of kept pushing and pushing. You know what I mean? First, it started with just music and, you know, being love and anti, you know 
know, the conservative outlook. Then it became like the rock and roll, more of an aggressive um, aspect of things. Same with 90s. Like the 90s were mainly what? Metal, grunge, like that kind of like really aggressive thing came out. Then in two early 2000s thousands when like I hit high school it was basically like this over sexualization of girls and then the boys kind of followed like I remember girls wearing like the tiniest pants with like their thongs sticking out of their ass remember that that was so bad I remember Dude. it and then I show up looking great. like oompa loompa it's <laughs> like I was a nerd <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> see i knew i knew some of the guys like that stuff but if you were like a girl and you're like on the opposite of not popular it was horrible man <laughs> but yeah so i think they've been just trying to push it slowly and now they're going to be pushing the gender thing and i think the next generation they're going to be pushing for kids to get chipped just like they did with the tattoos to go against your parents you know what i mean so we just have to, we just have to be, I think, honest with kids because they can understand a lot more. They're just confused, you know, just like we were emotions are high because everything seems like it's serious. But as long as we're open with, with our kids and we tell them what happened in our generation and then what's happening in theirs and we listen to them, we give them a little bit of freedom and you, you know, you communicate with them like an actual adult. I think a lot of kids will then realize what's happening on their own because most kids are smart to see like what is happening. Unfortunately, some kids will get caught up into it and they're not actually trans. And then you have those kids who actually are trans and like, you know what I mean? I, I personally believe that everybody should be allowed to live how they want to live. Right. Cause that's what I want. So who am I to judge if somebody wants to be trans or if someone wants to be LGBTQ? You know what I mean? Like, hey, dude, more power to you. You live your way. I live my way. And we can all respectfully just live on this planet together because it's big enough. We just don't have to tell each other how to live our lives. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I'm pretty chill. I 100% agree with you, dude. I 100% agree with you. And unfortunately, honestly, that's why we always lose is because we are the nicer people. We do want to let people live the way they want to live because we appreciate freedom. We actually do appreciate freedom and we want to be able to live the way fucking we want to live. And so we want to allow other people to live the way they want to live. But when you allow that fucking virus in, it carries like something with it, you know? And again, with the people that shall not be named or else his YouTube channel it will does. disappear. It, there is like there is an actual ideation, like an ideology and a fucking like because like you can go back to like World War uh, before like World War One. This like when the first transgender movement started, it started in Weimar, Germany, and it was a particular group of people that were doing this, a certain doctors that were doing this. Uh, to the youth and they were changing their they were they were doing the first transgender surgeries and they were trying to like again weaponize this whole idea and um it's it's absolutely it it comes from a certain place and a certain type of people that are fucking pushing these awful agendas like because like in the same way where like i don't care what an adult does with their body like i i believe in full like complete bodily autonomy like if you want to commit suicide exactly. you should be able to do whatever you fucking want to yourself i my only problem is when they start targeting the fucking youth when they start targeting the kids because they are so 
fucking manipulatable at this place, right? Because they don't know certain things. They don't have the wisdom behind it. Like, um, dude, I was actually having this conversation today uh, with my son because uh, a friend of his had a, a girlfriend that when they broke up, she tried to kill herself. And she like got behind a, she got in a vehicle and like tried to slam into a tree and tried to fucking kill herself. Um, and, and then I'm sitting there having this conversation with him and like, I'm like, man, I have so much fucking compassion for the youth that are like, cause I think back now, like I have years of wisdom and I have tons of forethought. I'm like, I can't imagine a single ex of mine that would be worth killing myself over. But when you're, when you're that age in that moment, the only thing that matters is right now. And you can't think ahead and you're just like, Oh my God, I lost this person. They broke up with me. My life is fucking over. Like everything is black and white when you're young because you don't have the wisdom. You don't have the gray. You don't have the whole, you know, you don't have the whole fucking thing yet. And so it's so fucking tragic. And that is exactly why they are targeting the youth because they are so fucking moldable, right? They're so fucking, you can, you can do all these things to them. And I think that eventually if you get them through a certain age group, cause like I used to joke and say that young men needed to be put like, because for me, it was totally true. Like from like the years of like 15 to 22, I should have been locked in a cage, like in padlocked, like in a kennel every night. Like, <laughs> like I should, I, because like I was such a fucking wild psycho. <laughs> like, you know, like young men are fucking nut jobs. Like we just have oh too much testosterone and like too many, too much hormones, and we're like ready to fight and fuck and like and do anything. Like we're just assholes. And um, it's like if you learn to weaponize that, like to me, it's wild because like you were talking about like the different generations you were talking about, like in the seventies, the hip or the sixties were the hippie movement. And then you had like the seventies and then the eighties were these like, like the goth weird type of like ska kids. Right. And then you had the nineties grunge kids. Like when you find out that all of those different movements and things like none of them were ever actual, actually genuine, that like the government has actually been like using and manipulating and trying to like, they create the culture of the youth so that they can like control the youth and they can, can, they can move it in any direction they want. Like there's no reason why like 15 year old kids should be really upset about the climate right now because it's complete bullshit. The climate change narrative is complete bullshit. And they like take these fucking kids and they like, they're like, yeah, go super glue your hand to a fucking car and and in the middle of the road so that you know like it's so fucking stupid. These and it's so manipulated. It's not true. I've, it's I've, not. It's not from the. It's not um uh, from the ground yep. type of movement. It's all. It's from the top to the bottom. It's all just complete bullshit. It really is. And any movement that is started from the bottom up gets shut down right away. So or they get labeled terrorists, if you've noticed that. 
So any movements, like I, I watch these movements, like, you know, the BLM protests. And I was like, okay, the reason why they're letting them burn all of this down is because of real estate. So if you ruin something through a protest or like, you know, you get into a really bad neighborhood, you can lower those prices and you can come in and sweep it up like real estate, like super easy. And the biggest real estate holder is BlackRock in the world, right? So why wouldn't they want to ruin things through war, through protests, through, you you know, just uneasy chaos. And then with what you get end up happening is you raise a bunch of these kids that are super easily controlled, right? Like they raised us on what? Simpsons, Jackass, South Park. I don't know how the hell they thought we were all going to get vaccinated. I'm like, you raised a bunch of like feral millennials who have like meme. We use memes as a form of therapy. All of us have like they a dark sense up. of humor. Like we've just been in the military. <laughs> they fucked it's up. so true. For so real. now what they're trying to do. Oh, they fucked up so bad with us millennials and Gen X's, dude. Like I see Gen Xers just like ready to freaking like go over to Palestine and Israel and end it like with both sides. Like they do not even care. They're like, I'm sick of this shit. I don't want to be here. I don't want to fucking pay bills. And then you have millennials who are like, I'm not fucking working like 70 hours a week in an office. You know what I mean? So they're going off, like starting like, you know, the small communities and all that other shit. But I'm actually pretty proud of Gen Z though, because I don't think they're going to be able to actually achieve what they wanted to achieve with this generation for the next pandemic, which is probably going to be around 20. 30 2029 you know they they do something every 20 10 years to kind of like keep it even for the trauma that they're um pushing on us but the amount of um i guess am i allowed to say unaliving i'll say unaliving um, anything you want on here teenagers how is so sad like Oh, anything? Okay, like the amount of suicides I've heard from young people under 24 to 16 in the last, I'd say, three months, absolutely staggering. It is so sad how depressed our youths are. And I know we were as well as millennials, but we just, you know, used memes and alcohol as a way of dealing with it. And then now we're all traumatically screwed up. But like this new generation is really feeling the stress of everything that the governments and these elites have put us through like really bad. And, and I, uh, I feel bad for them. Yeah, no, I definitely, I feel that too. Like the youth is definitely lost in a, in a certain way. Um, it's uh it's something too like you were saying it's just like uh i mean it's exactly why they are targeting targeting the youth right now uh because like man there was definitely a time when i was a young person that like um i could have easily been swayed to fucking kill myself you know but um you uh, there was something that i was uh gonna touch on i think it was same. like, you like trust me like, same like there were times yeah. where i thought about it <laughs> There was something that you were touching on about, like, uh, I guess us millennials and us being, like, raised by, like, South Park and raised by, like, CKY and Jackass and things like that. I think that there was, like, a conscious, like, uh, they were trying to take us away from, like, the orthodoxy of the church because I think that there is something uh, to, um, like, the church because, like, the state wants to be the one that's in charge. and so. Um, I think that they were trying to like weaponize, like um, weaponize, I guess, um, degeneracy and making it look really fucking cool. Um, 
but to and and there is something to that because like yes um but more so i think that backfired too because they were trying to create a new orthodoxy and so our generation was so anti-orthodoxy that like their new their new routine is not appealing because we were like no um fuck your team too you know there's something to that where um yeah and there's something to that where like we're not going to be the easily um manipulated ones because we were um i guess raised at a young age to question authority and i mean i fucking sometimes i like that's what i taught my son because i was like a young i was a young anarchist and i was like raising my son and i was like I was like, hey, question absolutely everything that you're told. Anything your teacher says, like anything they say, like they might be right. They might not be a question why they're fucking telling you that. Like, think about like, why are they trying to tell me this? Like, you know, like deeper. And I was like, question the things that I'm telling you. And that, you know, sometimes I would regret that because he'd actually take me up on it and start questioning the things that I was saying to him. But it was good. Yeah. And now I have a I have a strong minded uh, teenager who does question everything. And he comes to me with theories. He, he'll show me memes. He'll be like, hey, what do you think about this? And uh, he's a fucking bright kid. And he has a good friend group that maybe they want to smoke pot and stuff. But like they're not they're not fucking psychos like they, they are. They're good fucking kids. And I got a lot of hope for this future generation because guess what? Uh, they fucked up on the millennials and now we're the ones that are creating the next generation and we're raising these kids. So there's something to that too. Exactly. Honestly, I think that I definitely think there is. And a lot of, um, I mean, I can't have kids, so I don't have kids, but I look back when I was a teenager, you know what I mean? And I think the only thing that parents can do is really be there for their kids, right? In the sense of the way of let's discuss, let's be able to have discussions. And I mean, everyone makes mistakes. Mistakes are completely okay. Like, it's not like they're going out and murdering people, you know what I mean? Or like stealing from old people. Like, if they make a mistake it's so minor when it comes to the grand scheme of life that i think as long as kids know that they're safe from being able to learn from the mistakes and being able to come to you as a parent and talk to you that's by far the best thing you can do for a kid instead of trying to like raise them in a bubble right but trying to raise them normal never works out like i know so many kids who were like bubble kids and they have not turned out anything like their parents wanted them to as a matter of fact it's like a 180 opposite his whole life and now he's like flashing people at the park and you're like dude what did you create here man you know what i mean so i definitely think like as long as people talk to their kids and are open with them and all of that stuff that's the best thing you can do as a parent but the fact that gen z's have gen x and millennial parents dude we're totally creating like little shitheads that are anti-government i love it <laughs> yeah no 100 um I think that you're right as far as like the bubble doesn't make a good kid. Like I, I honestly, I under fucking stand the, the mentality and the reason why people want to put their kids in a bubble because you hear people that'll sit there and complain about like uh, the wokeness of this generation and stuff. 
And then you you say like, well, do your kids go to public school? And they'll oftentimes say, well, yeah. And I'm like, well, there's a quote from a guy that, and, and I'm going to ruin the quote. And I'm going to ruin, and I don't remember the name of the guy, but there you'll you'll understand what I'm saying. Where he says like, you can't send your kids to Rome and be shocked when they come back Roman. And so there's this idea where like we can't like when we put our kids in public education, we know how corrupt the state is. We know their agenda. We know that they're anti-life. We know that they want us to kill ourselves slowly. They want us to live long enough where they can milk any type of um, like product productivity from us. They want us to work in their factories. They want us to keep the war machine going. And then they want us to fucking quietly kill ourselves before we get too old because then we spend all that money that they promised us that they stole from us for social security. Right. So they want us fucking dead. Right. So like the whole idea of like putting your kid in a fucking bubble, I, I understand why people do that, but like kids also need to, there's a balance, right. Where you don't want to put your kid to see the most evil things in the world, but they also have to, yeah. they also have to know those things exist. And they have to know where you're coming from and why you believe what you believe, why you have your certain convictions, what you're protecting them from. They have to know the enemy. You have to know who your enemy is. Otherwise, if you put like a kid in a complete bubble, then they're then they're going to be like, what the fuck, mom? Why? Like, like, I'm not because like I grew up like fundamental Christian, hard fundamental Christian where their whole idea of birth control was like, all right, uh, you just don't have sex and you don't think about sex and you don't even look at girls and you can't masturbate and you can't like, you can't do any of these things. Right. And it was like, you can't raise a teenager that way. So what did I do? I ran around and started having sex with everything. I was, I was, I was such a dirt bag. Like I talk about this on the podcast sometimes um, I knocked up three girls before I was out of high school. Like uh, one girl had a miscarriage, one girl had an abortion and one girl oh, had wow. my son. Um, you know, and so it you can't control oh. a child. You can't control uh, I, because you're trying to you're like trying to contain uh, like humans. We are a powerful spiritual being and you can't control it but you can try to guide it. Right. And so like, I think um, too many people, like you were talking about, just like putting kids in a goddamn bubble, it's not going to yes. fucking work. It's not going to work, but you can like, you're like, Hey, this is what I found. This has been my journey. Yep. And at some point, like your job as a parent is to give them fucking uh, the ability to fly and go any direction they want. And hopefully they've held on to a little bit of nugget of wisdom that you've been able to give them. But if you try to force it down their throat, they're going to go the exact opposite. Exactly. And honestly, I found that as well, because my parents growing up were always like, you get to choose whatever religion you want. Like, you know, like this is what we do, but you get to choose when you get older and like we won't punish you. They were super strict about school just because they're Slavic parents. So it was kind of like, if you get an A, we love you. If you get a B, you're like a family disgrace kind of thing. So they took it a little too far there. You know what I mean? And you can kind of 
of see where um, like my, my certain perfectionism and all of that little bit of things that I need to work on come from. But I think a lot of people don't understand that. Yeah, you know what? That kid is yours. He's an extension of you or she's an extension of you. However, she isn't or he isn't who you are or who you want them to be. I think a lot of people need to realize that these are basically the human beings that have their own feelings, their own thoughts. And the only thing that you can do is give them as much knowledge, talk to them as much as possible in a balanced way. Of course, age appropriate for like, you're not going to tell a five-year-old, Hey, there's a bunch of elites that want to kill you. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you got, it's good. Got to be age appropriate with which information that you give them, but like you said, always make sure that exactly, yeah, and that they question everything and everybody. You know what I mean? So yeah, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, my dogs are around here. I've got two mini horses. They're like two hundred pounds. That's totally fine. That's totally fine. I have teenagers around here, so you know they're they're like horses too, just less tame. <laughs> you know, there's something to this whole idea of. Uh, I think the older that I get, sorry, they say that. You, sorry, I, I was going to say that. Like the older I get. They say that you turn more con- more conservative, and I do, and I am in a certain way. I am more conservative, but I tell you what, like there's so many like co-options. Like you're talking about this young generation that doesn't want to work like 70 hours in an office, and there's something to that. Like the older I get, the less capitalistic I am. I think I'm more anti-capitalist the older I get because I realize that like the whole idea of libertarianism and the whole idea of this like freedom movement has kind of been co-opted psyoped um, there of where they have like told people like, Hey, the government is bad. The government is evil. uh, But these corporations, they're good. The corporations are okay. Uh, They're, they're anti-government and things like that, where I think that young people, I think the young people get it too. Um, and I think that our generation has to catch on to that too. Um, and where I'm not talking about being like a goofball leftist socialist. Um, I like, I'm not anti-capitalist in, in that sort of way, but like people, I think the big psyop that people um, on the right wing have is that um, somehow they think like maybe Amazon is a good guy. Maybe Pfizer is a good guy. Maybe like these, like, oh boy, like you have to realize that like these corporations are just as evil and just as fucking corrupt as any government, except that, you know what? They're less accountable. Like they're less accountable to the people. And we actually keep them around by, well, through government subsidies, like we can't control that because they are extensions of the government. Um, and I think people need to realize that too, that a lot of these corporations are just extensions of the government. Um, but we also give these people our time. We give these people our money. We give these, we work at these corporations. And I like, I'm not one of the people that tell people they shouldn't work hard because that to me is a goofball. Like these commies, they don't want to fucking work hard. They want to be able to go and like do underwater basket weaving and lesbian dance theory in college and get it for free. 
Like, that's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> but I'm saying, like... Lesbian dance theory, dude. <laughs> we need... That was younger... <laughs> We need, like, young people to become their own boss and work for themselves <laughs> and create something. We need more creators. Um, and because, I mean, when we literally... Like, what is money? Money is just yes. an extension of what is time. Like, you know, like this whole idea of like, we're, we're, um, they give us money in exchange for our energy and our time, which is our life force, which is the certain amount of time that we are allowed to live and breathe on this planet. And the whole idea, again, of like when the Bible says, like, what is the root of all evil? It is the love of money. And just this whole, that's their, that's their way of corrupting us and corrupting our soul and who we are is like these corporations will fucking like steal these young, brilliant fucking minds. Like I remember listening to this podcast. Um, it is a podcast with uh, Michael Malice and I think it's called you're welcome. Good podcast. Everybody should be listening to it. And he talks about like, the the siphon of these young brilliant minds like the smartest people were getting uh sucked into like wall street and wall street would take these young brilliant minds and they would put them into these like cubicles and have them just sit there and crunch numbers that literally don't mean anything because it's all just like money it's like babylonian money magic it's all like again the group that shall not be named uh just manipulating us manipulating our money and so in that way they're manipulating our energy and they keep this ponzi scheme going they keep this like charade and magical fucking system going where we're all like fighting to keep this this fucking cycle going and they're just robbing us fucking blind when we should be putting our energy and our life force and our hard work and our own homestead for our own family and like taking care of our community and who we are and our people and just the people we love, the people we want to spend time with. Um, so in that way, I've become a hard anti-capitalist. Like I say, fuck the system. I want to see every, like, I feel like I'm embodying like I'm uh, like George Carlin at this point where George Carlin, like people look at him and they were like, I, like he was fucking right, dude. He was just as anti-left as he was anti-right. Like fuck the government. Also fuck your corporation. Exactly. Exactly. And the one thing I've noticed now since like the liberals kind of are, are leaning off of their agenda because they took it way too far is now I keep trying to tell the conservative side. I'm like, Hey, you guys can't take it too far either because I'm going to start calling out like everybody, you know what I mean? It just depends on what time and who is in power right now so that people need to understand. They need to not just check politicians so they don't go far, but they need to check their own hypocrisy. Right? So I, I mean, like in the past, I would have been considered a libertarian, a centrist, you know, somebody with rational sides for both. Now I'm considered like alt-right, which I'm not in in the sense of the way. Um, two, I have always sort of been, I guess, anti-capitalist, but my whole thing was to get off grid, not need money, um, except for tax. 
taxes, right? Because like they can take your house away if you don't pay land taxes. Um, and that was the only thing that I needed, right? I'm like, I will have everything. I can hunt, I can grow, I can, you know, can, but I needed that money in order to get to that certain place. But in order to get to that place, I had to then differentiate what the TV told me I needed versus what I want, right? Basically, you just need food, clothing, and shelter. That is what you need, need in order to survive with water, right? Um, and then everything else is just an extra want. So as, as long as my brain told myself that's a want, not a need, that's how I was able to save up enough money to be able to get out of like the matrix, not really matrix, but society in general. Um, and it's really weird because I have more in common with like hippies on on the left because they're like yeah we're just out here like you know weaving baskets and i'm like yeah dude i'm doing that on my house too you know what i mean and there you'll see like conservatives who are like no you should be working all the time and you know blah 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 and it's like i don't know man i don't think i fit into anywhere except for um to the people who don't fit in anywhere you know what i mean like let's make a little group <laughs> that's also that's the other side of the psyop where they like there's this group of people on the right that are supposed to be the freedom fighters and you're supposed to be like they're supposed to be the ones that care about like human autonomy and freedom but they're also those are the persons that will shut you down and try to cancel you at the same time if you like speak out about like the atrocities of israel if you talk about like anything <laughs> if you talk about Oh, hey, Donald Trump. Yeah. Oh, you you claim to like about like right wing conservative values. You're like, oh, well, he was on his third marriage and he was like fucking porn stars. Oh, is he also a giant piece of shit? You know, <laughs> you talk about things yeah. like that. You like then they yeah. are like, the first ones to get so upset and angry at you because you're not supposed to you're not supposed to point out that hypocrisy. Let's overlook that. You know, because Donald Trump is the savior, you know, this goofball bullshit. So fuck the right wing too. at least the corporate right wing. Like, like I find myself like reading like Julius Avola. I start reading like hard fascist like material and I'm like, maybe I'm right wing in a different way where it's like it like the whole uh, adoption of like uh, of like natural rights natural rules but like also natural hierarchy and wanting like like a law and order in a way that like there, there's like a different right and like that sounds wild like people are gonna get upset that i said that but like i'm i'm right i'm like more right wing than any of you conservatards <laughs> <clears throat> but like in a way that i'm like I'm talking about a different bird. I'm not on your fucking, I'm not on your goofball. Left no, and right I, I totally get there. it, man. Like, <laughs> um, it's wild, man. It's wild. Um, but like, I'm also fucking left as fuck. And like the fact that like, I do genuinely want people to live their own lives the way they fucking want to live it. And I don't want to tell you what the fuck to do. And it, you know, it's one of those things too, where like, Personally, in my own life, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, a, I'm pro, I'm pro life as, as fuck, where like, I, I think abortion is absolutely stone cold fucking murder. You're taking away a life that the creator allowed on this place. Like, I think there's something special that happens the second that fucking sperm cell goes into an egg 
and the moment of conception, I think that there's something special and magical about that. There is a spark of life that comes from the creator, a spark of divinity that happens right there at that moment. But I'm also the first person to say, I don't think that necessarily laws are going to do anything about that and that we shouldn't have laws about that and that we shouldn't, we shouldn't, um, outlaw it and arrest like women that have that, you know, like, like at some point, like if you actually care about bodily autonomy, like, I don't know. I think that it has to be, um, a cultural thing where we have to, um, if you actually care about like the youth and you care about uh, like a child being born, you have to, you have to at the same time, because like, these are these young girls that are so they're so close to fucking suicide themselves. They're so narcissistic, nihilistic and they're so fucking black pilled that they don't fucking see a future for themselves. Why would they fucking bring a child into this world? You have to be able to, uh, paint a goddamn picture and give them a fucking alternative and say like, Hey, we actually care about you. We love you. Um, like that to me is like the extension of like Christ. And like that to me, like the whole idea of like the church, like it's not a building. We are the body of Christ. Like if you want to, you want to see more children brought into this world and less babies die, well make that goddamn alternative, make that alternative where you say like, Hey, if you bring the, if you keep, the, I know that you're poor. I know that you're scared. I know that that dude that you fucked, I'm sorry. Like it sucks. Like we could call you a whore. <laughs> Is that going to make it better? Like, okay. You were fucking 13 yeah. and you had sex with some no. dude. You fucking whore. Or is that going to make things better? You piece of shit. No. So you have to fucking talk to her. And you have to be like, Hey, do you know that Jesus loves you? Do you know that I love you? Do you know that like, Hey, this child inside you is special. You know, that we need to, um, we'll fucking buy you diapers. We'll fucking buy you baby food. Uh, we actually fucking care about you and this child after it's born. Like to me, conservatives are so fucking, they have their heads up their ass and they just preach bullshit, but they don't actually believe it. Yeah. See, that's. That's true too. The worst part is it's like, um, if there was, um, an option for the baby to have a healthy life, like without abortion. So let's say put it in the system. And I've seen the system abuse these kids way more than, I mean, like, you know, you hear the foster system. Yeah. You hear churches abusing children. Right. So then there's so many different how should I say the scenarios in people's lives that we cannot be the judge of, right? We're not God. We're mere mortals. So, uh, I mean, in some cases you're saving that child's life from being tortured and, you know, raped and all of that thing put into like a system that will sexually exploit children. Right. So like abortion will fix that at the same time, the moral value is you're taking a life away, which I definitely believe it is murder. Right. Um, then you have different types of things. Like for example, I can't have kids. If I get pregnant, both me and the child will die. So, but I knew that at 21, you know, so I know how to take care of it, but had I not known, and it was an accident, both the child and I would be gone within like three months of pregnancy. Right. So there's like different types of scenarios um, and a lot of people just try and categorize everybody into like 
three different scenarios. It's like, dudes, that's, that's never going to happen. Like, yeah, I get it. Some people are poor. Some people don't have money. Some people are literally just trying to save that child from going into trafficking and being trafficked. You know what I mean? Other people are just heartless murderers. And they're like, yeah, I've got the means I could do it, but I just don't want to. And they're being selfish. Those people are absolutely horrible. You know what I mean? And so uh, it's just really weird when we start talking about certain moral things, but I think the option, the safe option, option should always be there whether i agree or disagree with another woman's choice that is that is i i will not even say that just because there's so many different you know aspects of things however i think everybody should be allowed to make their own decision and then when the time comes and we get our judgment days we all just have to sit down pull our pants up be big boys and girls and take the judgment that we get for the life that we've lived you know what i mean like at the end of the day like we're not god we're not gonna you know make everybody walk the path of light or path of whatever um plus we're all interpreting what this path of light is you know what i mean like we're we have these books and we're interpreting them and we're interpreting them in our sense of reality of today's world not understanding the world that was you know what i mean so we're all interpreting this and we could have all interpreted it wrong you know what i mean so um i think everybody should be allowed to do what they want as long as they're an adult you know what i mean like you're an adult you made or like if you're 13 years old you want to make that decision you know you should be able to have a safe place to make that decision with you know not be pushed in or one way now what the Planned Parenthood and these clinics do with these fetuses that needs to be freaking investigated man like that is creepy stuff you know choice for their own life and their own own child or future child in the sense of the way I know I know it's a really hard subject to talk about but I don't know that's I think that's all I've got to say is I'm not God and I'm not going to judge and I don't think anybody else is God and they shouldn't judge you know what I mean so yeah I don't know <laughs> you touch on a lot of things right there and I think um so absolutely as far as like uh religions go and things like that like i think about when i was a child and i would look at these elders these people that i like held in high regard and then you you become an adult and you interact with people that are other adults and you're like oh adults are just kids that just they're older and they fucking pretend they know what they're talking about like there's like people are idiots. So like the whole idea that like, <laughs> that like these elders in the church have some fucking grand, like, like knowledge that you don't like sometimes. Yes. Like there is some knowledge, but like there is no defend definitive answers. And like, there is no, like, this is right. This is wrong. Like, I mean, there is right and wrong. I'm not, I'm not saying that, but you know, it's just like, uh, like this church is the only way you're like, shut the fuck up. You know, that that doesn't exist. There is no one church that has all the fucking answers. There's no cosmic like this is the only path. So I think people need to realize that. Firstly, then secondly, like what you're saying about like um, about young people and this whole trafficking thing, man, like I think about it, too, because you're, you're talking about like Planned Parenthood and what they do with these young people that opens up a whole nother wormhole, which I love to talk about. And, I, and we've talked about on the show before as well. It's like theoretically, um, the elites are using things like Planned Parenthood to gather stem cells and or maybe things like adrenochrome or, you know, like things that we shouldn't be talking about on YouTube. You know what I mean? Things like that. And. and Ex extractions and things that they 
they need to extend their life right from these abortions. And at least in that way, um, it is women consenting to having their children being used in this way. Because I think if, if, if it was possible, I like it, it's almost the nicer way to go about it. Because I think that these elite psychopaths, these groups that shall not be named, these psychopathic, like, um, uh, boys clubs that, you know, these secret societies, I think they would still be using these said products, extracts, things from children. But if we had like, maybe if we got rid of abortion, they would have to get the real thing. I mean, and I think they do actually, I mean, honestly, man, when you think about how many kids go missing, like from the foster care system, how many kids slip through the cracks? Like I knew foster kids, dude. I grew up in like a very poor area. I knew these kids that were like being like used and abused and, and hurt in many different ways from uh, like parents um, that were part of the system and they would report it and they would talk about it. And guess what? They were just those, those systems, they didn't give a fuck and more kids would just be given to these parents and more kids would just be hurt because like, it's it like it's disgusting but it like it <laughs> i don't even know the right word for it but it, it like um it's part of their agenda they want hurt children and they also need these these people to hurt these people it's it's really sick it's really fucked up man um <laughs> it's dark it's fucking dark it is because they want generational trauma, right? Because trauma makes good little soldiers for the government. And they tried to do that with the millennials. And I don't know what happened with our trauma, dude, but like we did a 180. We're just like, yeah, we're all traumatized. Yeah, we all kind of don't want to be on this dumpster fire of a planet. And they're like, well, do you want to go fight a war? And we're all like, no, I'd rather couch rot here and just like live in a box outside than fight for anything for you guys like they took it a little too far with the trauma with us and i think that's what they're trying to do as well especially with the adrenochrome right like with fear and all of that stuff being pumped into like adrenaline in your body so definitely they do want traumatized people because traumatized people make better little soldiers for the leaders um except if you if you add a little too much trauma in there you get millennials <laughs> Yeah, 100%, dude. We are the fucking... I mean, maybe... so. Someone could argue that this next generation is probably a little bit more traumatized than us because I think about this. There was a time... Like, we had the best of the 90s and the best of the 2000s. Like, I, I don't... I, you're probably near the same age as me, but I remember a time in childhood without the internet. I remember a time where... Um, like when the internet first came, it yeah. was dial up and it was goofy. Right. And like, so there wasn't a way to like, like corrupt people on a mass scale besides like television. Right. Like, and so like, for me, like porn was like pixelated and weird. And I'd have to like, I'd have to use the family computer to do it. So it was like in a centralized location in the living room and, and I'd have to use dial up. <laughs> like this to try to see some boobs and uh and you'd have to like try to like, like sneak it in real fast before everybody else came or unless somebody took made a phone call and then it would kick you off the internet and like 
this age has no idea what that's like because they have fucking cell phones and like you know like is when i was a kid the first time i saw porn like i don't know who I was- did this but like i don't know if your experience was similar to mine the first time that i saw porn it was always somewhere in the woods like there was some hobo that would like hide porn mags under a log <laughs> underneath a tree and you'd find you just wildly come across it and you'd be like oh my god there's porn here and you'd be like looking at it you're like holy shit and you like like there was always a hobo that had a stash like he was like a <laughs> raccoon hiding his fucking acorns <laughs> <laughs> And you'd come across it. And, you'd be like, and the best part God. is it was probably. <laughs> <laughs> and the best part is it was probably the Sears catalog, like underwear section. You know what I mean? <laughs> but that was enough. <laughs> it's like the, it's like the top porn in the nineties was the Sears catalog. You go through like the underwear section. You're like, Whoa, <laughs> granny panties. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I would say that probably Zoomers are a little bit more traumatized than us because they literally had like two girls, one cup at the touch of their fingers and this horrible hellhole like black mirror cell phone. You know what I mean? This like they've grown up like because, dude, when I talk to my to my son, sometimes I'm like, they'll talk about like, yeah, I was like probably 10 when I first found a red room. And I was like what the fuck <laughs> like i don't know if you know what that is tehana but it's awful and you're like like i had yeah, no idea that you do. how did they get on the dark web because i swear to god these kids they know they like the second they touch one of these like pieces of equipment like tech they know how to use it like a two-year-old can pick up a cell phone and they can get and they can start like tweeting and shit you're like how the fuck do you know that? Like, it's generational. It's this weird fucking thing where, like, they're like, they're, it's, it is like trying to make like cybermen. It, it is this like a uh, push for technocracy, like uh, making kids like they, they are becoming like a symbiote and becoming like one with uh, this technology. It's gross, but it's true. It's wild. That's wild. That's crazy. I'm going to actually look into that. I wonder if we have like generational knowledge and then when they do a reset, they pretty much just like wipe us clean and then we pretty much just start over. But we have maybe like just the trauma that they've passed on from our parents. And so they work on that. But I'm wondering if there's any way that maybe we can you know, tap into that knowledge of the ancient knowledge to see, because our DNA basically holds memory. Like they already proved that through scientific um, paperwork. So if we can maybe go through our DNA and somehow activate it to see if maybe we can bring knowledge from the past, from our ancestors, except like all we have is just trauma right now, but like maybe the good stuff knowledge that would help. That'd be a cool like thing to go down and look up. So that's, that's definitely interesting. hundred percent, dude, you are fucking nailing it because I think that that is absolutely fucking true because like there is like generational things where they can like teach uh, in like a uh, laboratory uh, settings they can like teach like a mouse certain behaviors and then they will uh, allow them to like breed and make new babies and these new babies they literally have that same fucking behavior 
they start learning these things, these generational, this like this DNA actually transfers knowledge. You're absolutely right. And so I wonder if that is why these new little goofball kids of ours, they can just like pick up a phone. Like, dude, I'm not kidding. Like my wife will like uh, have her phone out and like my baby that's two years old will go boom, 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 boom. And you're like, and she's like, I don't know how he fucking got here, but he got to what he wanted like within an instant, like she's like, I wouldn't be able to bring it up as fast as he did. Like he wants to watch Thomas the train or something. And he just goes boom, boom, boom. And Thomas the train's on there. And he like, you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, I, I don't know if there is something to, to that where like, there is like some That's generational crazy cool. It's wild, dude. Uh, but man, you're absolutely right about like, there is like trauma that they are trying to inflict on us. But I like to think that there is also knowledge. And I love the idea of like maybe the Akashic records and maybe like our DNA holding on to like certain truths and certain knowledge and uh, that we might be able to be able to tap into that. If we're able to filter out the bullshit and the manipulation and the lies that they've been telling us for years and years and years. And maybe that takes deep meditation and like deep soul searching to really find the truth because it is in us. And like, to me, that's the Holy spirit when it says that God is inside of us. Right. Like to me, it's so much about like following your conscience. When we're talking about right, and wrong, we're talking about like good and evil. We're talking about God. We're talking about being a Christian. It's like, I don't like you saying like I could go to my neighbor's house and I don't care if they have a different belief structure than me as long as like they are speaking to the Godhead inside of them. Like that piece, that spark of the divine that God gave us, we are a piece of the divine. We are like a, a sentient spirit trapped inside of a meat suit here on this planet right now in this temporal like uh, like location in this like weird fucking dimension um, and we're stuck here right now. It is kind of like a flesh prison, but like if you get in touch with that little piece of the, the divine, that, that spark that God gave us, like, I think that is who you, that's how you go to heaven. That's how you transcend the flesh. That's how you transcend. Uh, when you start listening to that, you start learning uh, the lessons that we need to know that that's who we really are. And I think that there are like super psychos, psychopaths that are here, like maybe the Rothschilds, maybe like these groups that like uh, Klaus Schwab, Bill Gates, these these uh, Justin Trudeau, these these fucking cunts here <laughs> that are here for us to learn a lesson from. And um, I think that they're like they're like speed bumps that they fucking <laughs> set up in this course that we call life. You know, and our job is to get over them and to transcend and to find out who we really are. Exactly. It's almost like a video game, but it's also interesting that all of these elites who are super psychopathic and evil are inbred as fuck. Like they are so inbred that their genetics, I think, are damaged. And I think that's why they can't have the connection with the divine. And that's why it like, you know, it pretty much tells us incest is bad, like mixing the same bloodline absolutely bad um there's hormonal you know built-in things where we find relatives don't smell you know 
like attractive to us. That's another way our biological system is trying to tell us not to inbreed. You know what I mean? So now you have these like super powerful families that have been inbred for centuries. Can you imagine the damaged DNA that these people have? Like the fact that they maybe have, you know, completely wiped out the godly aspect of their DNA and their genetics, you know? So it could also be that as well, because ever since we've kind of, uh, I don't know, I let them influence us. Their narcissism has pretty much penetrated like the entire world or and our society to the point where you see so many narcissistic people and narcissists aren't even smart. Like you want someone who can trump a narcissist, you get a sociopath and a psychopath, you know, involved. Like, but so many narcissists, like the ego is up here, the IQ is like down here and that fall is like super hard. You know what I mean? hundred percent, hundred percent. And then you start asking yourself why yeah, these people. I definitely feel that. I just got to let my dogs out just a sec. So. Okay. <clears throat> uh, this is a fun conversation. Everybody that's listening to this right now. Thank you guys. Uh, I love my, my audience. Sorry. Appreciate you guys, you're all good. So I start thinking about, um, I start thinking about the groups of these psychos and why they're fucking inbreeding. And the whole idea of you saying that they are now, they're like cutting out that piece of the, the divine. It's almost like um, it's cosmic irony because uh, theoretically, I think they're trying to keep like a chunk of the divine within their type of family, right? Because a lot of these people, they claim to have come from some like, like divine bloodline that gives them the right to rule over us rubes. You know, because we are just fucking turds in the punch bowl and they are supposed to be the fucking enlightened ones. They're supposed to be the godhead and they are supposed to have a spark of the divine. Maybe like they think that they were part of like uh, the Nephilim. They're part of like the angelic bloodlines that like um, or maybe a lot of them actually believe that they come from like the Merovingian bloodline. They have like the bloodline of Christ. And that's why they feel that they have the right to rule over us and things like that. And so they try to keep it within the family. I mean, th that is like the reason why the royal bloodlines like failed so hard and why there were so many uh, like, I mean, uh, my son was talking about him just the other day. Um, man, what was the name of that fucking bloodline uh, where they had the, the Habsburgs and they had the Habsburg jaw. They would come out like a fucking would come out like this like eh, all you have to do is google this later uh google the Habsburg. oh yeah job. yeah and then you'll see what these fucking inbred like retarded morons look like um and so it's it's just it is funny and these people do think that they are superior to us um and they're not they're not <laughs> it's like like if you think about um like what helps in nature like what is a stronger plant is like um it's like uh monoculture never helps monoculture creates like deformation it creates weak stock it creates um like plants that like can't survive blights and things like that like that's what happened to a lot of apples that's what happened to the banana that's what happened to all these things like like we need to all be mixing <laughs> that's what create like uh like hybrid uh, not hybrids what's the oh, word yeah. for it oh, like yeah. 
like dog mutts are much healthier, stronger dogs than purebreds. If you like try to get a purebred like Chihuahua, it's going to be all fucked up and it's going to they talk about like having an apple head where it's like this and then it has a little weird, stupid nose. You're like, like that's like a, a trait that people want. You're like, oh, that's just a deformed dog. Like you think about it, you're like, this was a wolf at one time. What the fuck happened? You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I totally get you. Cause like literally I've, I've been looking down like the bloodlines too. We're like the only ones who have RH negative in our blood. Like no other animal has RH negative. So now I'm wondering like if maybe this RH negative bloodline, like the Nephilim or, you know, what these elites or deletes or parasite pieces of shit want, I think. And I always, oh, my dogs want back in. Sorry. I'm it's ask super cold outside, so I can't leave them out there to just bark at like random leaves and stuff. Yeah, it's snowing up here already. It's like minus 10. <laughs> Yay, Canada. <laughs> Woo. It's so much fun. I'm living up in the north everybody should do it not really no it hurts it hurts to breathe out here sometimes but um yeah i was looking at all the blood types and i'm wondering like you know maybe some of the blood types have something to do with the narcissism that they have put out into society because if you look at um phenotypes of blood and you put it towards personality traits Apparently, a lot, a lot of the RH um, negative people, a lot, not not all of them, um, have narcissism or narcissistic symptoms um, with them. So I think our DNA actually holds a lot more answers than a lot of people want to say, like think. But I don't think we have the technology right now to actually just discover the truth about DNA and its, you know, everything that it it can do. Because there's no way we have 92% junk DNA. Like if you look at evolution, evolution would never make it so that we have extra of anything where extra energy is being taken. Like evolution is evolving to be perfect with the system that you're with so that you can survive it, right? So I don't know. I've been looking at it from all different angles and uh, I don't know. Definitely there's something wrong with the elite. One thing I do know is they want us to think they rule the earth. They don't. They are basically feeding us an illusion that they have all the control, but it's us with the powers because they clearly need us for something, whether it's for energy, um, for emotional, like, you know, yeah, exactly. Right. Like anything emotional, anything that they need to siphon out of us for energy, like they need us. That means we are the ones that are leading. We are, you know the what power. I mean? Not them. They just have the illusion that they're, you know, all knowing all, we are the power 100 now these absolute psychopaths they like it it is magic in a lot of ways like what is congress doing when they pass a law like um when they tell us like this is now the law of the land um but what makes it work is our compliance when we say okay when we say, okay, well, that's the law now. We have yes. to do this. That's what, that is the power. That is, that's honestly what makes the magic work. Like it's, um, 
it is broad compliance and we are what gives these people power. So like some people, they don't like that whole idea of like the woo woo where they say that these people are like actual fucking lizard people that like, in like, uh, like harvest our energy. And that's how that they survive. You're like, you can, you can say that that's a crazy thing to say, which I mean, I'm open to the idea <laughs> personally, but like, but practically that is what it is. Right, it is this group of like psychopaths. Oh, I am too. <laughs> it's these group of psychopaths that actually do exactly and Absolutely. harvest our energy through corporations to keep this system going, to keep their structural power in place. And it's so like whether it's as woo-woo and crazy as like you want to make it, or it's just as black and white as you want to make it, it, it it is true. No matter what, this is them using us these elites these psychopaths using us and our power and our energy to keep their systems of power in place to fill their coffers the federal reserve the fucking wall street these fucking the the imf the international monetary system that whole international banking cartel again this group of psychopaths that shall not be named um these people are literally harvesting our energy our workforce our life force us putting our fucking our ourselves like these people are fucking psychos and they're literally fucking uh, fuck them <laughs> the most radical thing you can do is say i mean and it's hard to do this oh. but like quit your fucking job tell them to go fuck themselves and do your own thing that's the most radical thing you can fucking do yeah absolutely be a complete individual man like just totally just say screw the system because i don't know i just i wonder if people ever wake up like why are you born on a planet that's not free to live for only human beings it's free to live for every other animal species on this planet it gets all of its resources is from mother earth and we are the only species on this planet that have to get up work you know pay taxes we have value of money which as you said is just an extension of your time it absolutely holds no actual like monetary value you are literally selling your soul time on this planet away with like you know money pretty much and i don't understand how people think that this is how we were meant to be like you're telling me that you know evolution or god or however you think we got on this planet that we made it through thousands of years and now we're what just a bunch of like workers pieces into a bigger machine that just eats us up and like spits us out you know what i mean where we get absolutely no enjoyment no fulfillment from our souls and i just i wonder how these people like go through life like is that what you think life is like oh i'm gonna finish university become a doctor and then die that's it like dude that is so sad you know what i mean yeah 100 dude like this goes back to things like what these psychopaths actually believe in and you can start talking about like their structures of like because i mean i understand there's like a, a people that go like you actually believe that these people believe that they have these like these weird rituals and and like religious beliefs and i'm like it doesn't matter if you believe it these people do believe it like and like it makes me think of like saturn worship 
and the whole idea of like who Saturn was, like the the idea of like the the deity and the idea of the like power structure of of Saturn. They, he was also called Kronos, and Kronos is like the god of like time. And he like he's stealing and harvesting people's time and controlling people. He was the god of order and control. And like like the whole like the black cube, the whole Saturn worship, these Saturnian fucking cults. Um, I think about this where like in the 1800s, when the whole like industrial revolution happened, they had figured out how to like maximize like productivity and efficiency and like make a million of like these faggot widgets, whatever the fuck it is. Like, like I can make a million faggot widgets right here. And, um, but you have to have somebody that's willing to go to work and just push one button. This, this guy just pushes this one button to make a faggot widget. This guy over here does this one thing over here to make the faggot widget. This guy does this over here to make the faggot widget. And you had to like get like a certain amount of people to all do one fucking thing to create this like and that's how we created these like dumb things for to create the whole idea of capitalism. And do you know that like before this, the whole idea of time didn't it existed in the fact that you were like, hey, this is the time that we wake up. But like we would listen to our internal clocks. We'd listen to our body. So like during the winter, the sun would rise later. So we would wake up later. We would we would wake up with our internal clock. And the whole idea of us like now it's summertime. So now this is like harvest time. This is like when we have to create food. We have to like take care of our our livestock and things like that. We would wake earlier and things like this. But the whole idea of like measuring and controlling time was all around this like early 1800s around the industrial revolution because they needed people to show up on time at a certain place and they started measuring time. So like that's when this whole push of like having um, stopwatches and they were telling, hey, if you are a wealthy man, you're going to have a fucking you're going to have a pocket watch. uh, So that you can show up to a certain place on time because we need you here at like Amazon Prime in the 1800s, we need you here to keep the fucking to keep the lights going, to keep this machine going. And so, like to me, that's like that is Saturnian, that is Kronos worship. This like because we used to listen to our internal fucking clocks. We used to like it's winter time. I'm not waking up until 10 a.m. and that's when my fucking rooster's gonna crow. That's when I'm going to get up and start milking the cows. That's when I'm going to start like taking care of the household. You know, like that's what we're supposed to be running on. Right. But now we're like giving our fucking time and energy and our life force to these giant mega fucking corporations. Like, and I'm no different. I'm doing the same thing. I work for, I work for Babylon. I'm doing, I'm doing fucking terrible things just so that I can pay for my family. But you know, (laughs) It, it fucking sucks, man. But I, I love my yeah. family, so I'm fucking participating in the system currently and paying my taxes like an asshole, so that I can fund the is so I can fund the the fucking psyop that's happening in Israel and the psyop that's happening in the Ukraine right now because it's all proxy war bullshit, right? Like it fucking sucks, dude. It is, but yeah. it is. It, if you start looking into oh, it, like. 
internally and internally, it's Saturnian worship. It's these fucking psychopaths, elite, quote, unquote, these Habsburg jaw, like little dick, fucking inbred, low IQ, narcissistic cunt motherfuckers that should, hey, if you think that there's a problem with overpopulation, start with yourself, bitch. <laughs> yeah, literally, you know what I mean? I just like how you call them small dick. I call them micro penis bitches. So it's like, love it. <laughs> oh man, that was awesome. Uh, that was the best rant ever. I just felt like I was right back at work with all the guys because, like, some of the shit they say. But like you, you say too, so I'm just gonna be like I'm taking notes of like I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about this on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking a. <laughs> <sighs> Uh, Dehana, awesome. this is a fucking blast, dude. Uh, do you want to? Uh, where should we take the conversation now? Is there some things that our audience needs to know? What's going on in Canada? What's going on in life? This lag is a killer. What's going on in life? Is that? Did I hear it correctly? Yeah. I... <laughs> okay. Yeah, so life right now, I'm just working super busy. Um, I don't know what's going on with Canada. I think it's because we're so lacking in housing that this summer has been absolutely a gong show for any of our, us contractors. Um, I've been working like 15, 16 hour days. Meanwhile, I'm like, I'm going to escape the matrix. Eventually, I'll get out of the matrix. And I fucking wake up every day like an idiot and go to work like early you know what i mean he's a lead fuck the system i don't want to do this anymore and then they're like oh world war three is coming i'm like do it i don't even care anymore man like you can't even talk about shit up here in canada pm soon you know what i mean like shit, I'm going to need a lot of vodka to get through this winter of like, you know, living in uh, Northern Canada with Justin Trudeau at the helm, that little cocksucker. Anyway, I'll, I'll, I'll end. I'll, I won't say too much because he's on a full-on dictator like shit, so I might end up being in jail for calling him a fucktard or something. I don't know. Something stupid. He's so sensitive. <laughs> but yeah, Canada's cold. We're getting snow. Um, and yeah, I keep, I keep telling myself yeah sorry i'll call him a faggot for you because you can't it's probably illegal in canada <laughs> oh you guys are gonna have to start bootlegging or we're gonna start making moonshine up here you should be all right yeah it's seriously on oh i already make my own liquor but like i Sorry. I said this was so much fun. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, it was. Honestly, thanks for having me on. And hopefully I'll, I'll get my internet figured out or I'll, I'll get Starlink because I'm out in the middle of nowhere and I don't know what's wrong with my internet. I'm tired. <laughs> Diana, you're the best. This was a lot of fun.
Uh, tell our audience one more time, what's the best way? Like, do you have a way? Do you have a Patreon? Do you have some way that uh, they can support you? They can fund your mission? Because, like, dude, you're honestly, like, you're fucking doing, you're fucking doing the Lord's work out there. You're fucking kicking ass. Your research is awesome. You're always on top of this shit. I want my audience to, like, know who you are. What's the best way to support Tiana, Truth Seeker? What's the best way to fucking support you, dude? Honestly, um, I've been doing it all for free, including all of the town hall meetings. They've all come out of my own pocket because I work. Um, <clears throat> but we're trying to kind of take this off full time here by the new year so that I can, you know, start exposing Pfizer, all of that stuff. Um, by then, we'll figure something out. But right now, like, literally, I have no support. It's just me funding me. <laughs> so I'm, uh, I'm like, horribly organized when it comes to capitalism and making money. I just know I contract, and that's that's it. Um, other than that, just probably my Facebook, you know, TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, until then, I'll, I'll figure something out where maybe I could hopefully, you know, put at least half a day into this and get real information out there, pe things that people can take to court, like with the vaccines and the government and like really get the compensation that they deserve. You know what I mean? Hell yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. Diana, you're the best, dude. Um, I appreciate you, homie. This was a fucking great conversation. Um, I'm going to close out here with a little promo uh, for my co-host here, Thomas. He is doing a comic book called uh, The Frazzledrick, sorry, Frazzledrip Funhouse. And he has a little intro. And so I'm going to play that as our uh, as our like exit. It's really awesome. You're going to love it. Um, and our audience is going to love it too. And it'll probably get us kicked off of YouTube, but that's okay. Uh, <laughs> so we'll play that and then we'll end out and, um, and then hang on. Cause I want to talk to you afterward. All right. Thank you. Tehana. Frazzle drip funhouse. Enter. If you dare the world of an animatronic bear whose metallic heart beats with a thirst for justice, a hunger for revenge. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, connoisseurs of the macabre and seekers of the scandalous. Your voracious appetites for chilling narratives are about to be satiated by the heart-stopping, pulse-pounding creation of paranoid American and winged sun comics. Abandoned in the dusty corners of amusement, now awoken in the murk of wickedness perpetrated by an evil elite. And this is not your childhood fairy tale, but a macabre dance of vindication, soaked in crimson, a symphony of screams echoing in the dimly lit chambers of malevolence. Be prepared for an onslaught of ghastly gore and titillating terror. A wicked waltz through twisted hallways and blood-stained basements where only the brave dare to tread. Quake at the bear's unyielding pursuit, cackle at the sharp and sardonic one-liners, shudder at the graphic, gratuitous scenes that harken back to the glory days of B-horror flicks. Frazzledrip Funhouse is your ticket to a thrill ride of terror, a carnival of carnage where the laughs are as loud as the screams. Uncover the truth beneath the rust and the blood, and remember nothing is as it seems. Are you ready to step into the frazzled drip funhouse, 
where the animatronic eyes are always watching and vengeance is a game that everyone can play. Get your backer exclusive cover on Indiegogo. For more information, visit ParanoidAmerican.com.